Is today the day, the day that you choose you? Are you ready and willing to play outside the confines that keep you stuck? This is your invitation to receive new perspectives, to open up to a new energy of limitless choices with your health, body, spaces, relationships, money, business, and beyond. Are you ready to leap fences and embrace your boundless life? Listen now to Infinite Energy's radio show with Lisa Bennett. Good morning, everyone. Oh, my goodness. It's a gorgeous Friday here in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, and I'm so grateful for those that have been following and listening to this show for the last few years. And for the newbies, welcome. I have... Uh, had this really awesome platform of having a radio show and being able to actually discuss and or facilitate and or share uh, personal stories either from some of my clients or some of uh, some of my personal stories of what's gone on with me uh, to maybe shed some light into how we can contribute to our life through our spaces and so what is Infinite Energies with Lisa? It is a show all about talking about the energies within the universe and how how we can shift and change the molecules of everything within our bodies, within our businesses, our relationships, our spaces. Everything is connected. And how can we go about actually shifting things that would actually create everything you've ever desired and knew from a little like a, a young age of how you could shift things. And so the gift that I've had for myself was actually being able to walk into a space and actually have it communicate with me. And it's almost like an x-ray into what's going on in people's lives. And some people shy away, some people back away, some people avoid me, um, almost like the plague, because they actually know that what I'm able to see is a reflection of everything that is going on in their lives. And I've had I've had some people that have stepped away and just said, no, thank you. And they continue to live on the path that they've created. And it's sort of like, okay, well, you know, we can all choose to stay where we are and be comfortable and say that this is I'm I'm comfortable where I'm at or we can choose to move forward into a place that is something that we've sometimes we might even call it imagined or dreamt about but never actually believed that we could actually create for ourselves and it's sort of like where have you looked outside of yourself as all those, all those things that you've desired are never going to be part of your reality, never part of your universe. And so one of the tools uh, or and one of the awarenesses I have is when we actually say those things, we're actually creating our reality. When we say we can't have something, then we're actually closing the door to actually having that. And it's not that we can't open the door again. I'm just gifting you the awareness that when you say that and you've concluded that you can't have something, then actually it's no longer part of your sort of, uh, I call it menu of options or menu of possibilities. So uh, today's topic is inviting more into your life through your spaces. And the cool thing is, is spaces doesn't just include the space within our home, not only within our bodies, 
it's also the exterior spaces that our bodies walk through every day. So whether it's your garden, whether it's the shopping mall, whether it's the vehicle you're uh, transporting yourself in, the train, the plane, whatever that is, those spaces are the invitation for everything you desire in your life. So I'll give you an example. So I got into a, a friend's car the other day and I I got into the passenger seat and they were driving and I, you know I I I observe I'm an observer and so as soon as I get into the car I'm aware of her cup holder is overflowing her back seat has got it's it's like a to-do list of all the things that she has to do her her very back of she has an SUV was full of things uh, all the pockets were full of things. Uh, she had things on the floor. Her purse was down by my feet because she didn't have another place to put it. The console was full of stuff and even the dashboard. So when we braked, we had to sort of hold on to things. And And she kept apologizing to me for the mess that her car was in. And I went, huh, cool. I said, well, you know, it's just choice to change it all up. I, and, and you know, how long does it actually take for you to go through exactly what it is that is sitting here? And how long has it been like this? And she says, oh, a good month. And and it was sort of like the energy of all these to-dos that she kept avoiding to-do. So things that had to be dropped off, things that had to get mended, things that were going off to be given away, things that were going to be driven over to a friend's house. And we were we had time to go for for lunch, and I said okay, and we went and had a nice lunch, and and then I said, so where you are at this end of town, are any of the things in your vehicle on your way to dropping me back off to where I live? And she said, well, yeah, there's like three different spots. I said, so let's do it. She goes now, and I said yes. So we literally pretty much eliminated everything that was in the back of her SUV by dropping it off at a donation place. And then she had something that she had to drop off at a friend's that she put in their mailbox and then something else that she had to drop off at her, um, uh, one of her partners, business partners. And all of a sudden this sense of overwhelm of all the things that she had sitting on her plate was sort of this sense of like breathing and relief. She's like, oh my God, that was so easy. I said, it doesn't have to be difficult. It doesn't have to go. You don't have to go into all of these these places of how difficult and how challenging and how many of you make a list. Look at the list. You have 10 things on the list. And at the end of the day, you've done two of those things. And then you've added another 10 things to the list. So you're always creating this sense of overwhelm and never being done. So... Would you be willing to be like the artwork on paint in, in, on, an, on a canvas in a painter's studio that's never quite complete? Are you willing to be the masterpiece of your life that's never quite complete? And everything that doesn't allow you to just perceive that energy of being incomplete and actually step into knowing that you're this incomplete masterpiece would you now be willing to just let it all go and 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 actually just go wow so 
I am the masterpiece in my life. I am this Monet. I am this Rembrandt. And I am an incomplete masterpiece. So, you know, you can add a little extra brush stroke or a little extra color onto the masterpiece every day or every week, knowing that this is something that you can actually add to your life without going into this whole trauma and drama of, oh my God, I have all these things to do. Because what happens is we get into this trauma and drama of all the things that we have to do. We just create more. And then we get into this overwhelm. And then our cars become this place of like a dumping ground. So you're actually driving around in a dumping ground. (laughs) And if you're actually desiring more ease, more fun, more relationships, more money, uh, a new career, a new place to live, whatever that is, are you aware that you've just created from your house or your office a dumping ground in your transportation, your mode of transportation? So all of a sudden, transporting your body, transporting yourself from one place to another becomes this sort of heaviness and it doesn't become ease and you just sort of... You're you're wondering why you're tired all the time, and you're wondering why it's just it's like wow. So would you like to take sort of take the dumping ground out of your life and create and and start going into the masterpiece of what it is you're desiring? And if you imagine a Rembrandt or a Monet, um, all the masters that we have known about since we were kids that have been around for you know hundreds of years. Their beautiful artwork, and and we look at that, and we know that they created something magnificent that just was inspirational. But at any time, did they ever ever feel that they were done? No, they never felt they were done, and yet they were willing to sort of go, okay, cool, um, that's that's there, that that's where it's at today, and then they moved on to something else. So it's it's. When we can actually acknowledge that we are never done and we're going to slide out of this, this, this life and end it on, and for me, I know I'm ending my life on a high note as far as I will slide out of this life, you know, into my hundreds and know that I have created everything that I've ever desired and beyond. So what if you could actually Keep asking for what it is that you desire and keep putting it out there into the universe and keep asking for all the things that will create more ease for you and for the people to show up for you that will create more ease. And uh, so anytime that you go into this constrictive energy of I can't possibly share or show or talk or uh, have a friend in my home or have a friend in my car or invite them to my office or always having to meet somewhere else, what are you hiding from for yourself and what are you not willing to acknowledge that if you acknowledged it, it would create so much more for you, your life, and your living going forward? Yeah. So now when we start to declutter our vehicle, it actually gives us the breathing room so that we get into our vehicle. It's sort of this joyous place. It's like, woohoo! I'm going for a road trip. I'm going for a drive into the mountains or I'm going for the drive up to the lakes or I'm driving to the ocean or I'm driving into the prairies or wherever you live in the world. And, and actually just 
acknowledge that this is just a this is a mode of transportation that actually will create so much more for you. And when we have this lightness when we hop into our cars or our bicycles or our trains and we empty our briefcases on a daily basis or our purses, ladies, for those of you that just throw everything into your purse, everything but the kitchen sink, just would you be willing to just like dump it out once a week and then pull out the things that you no longer require? All of these spaces are the infra, they're, they're actually an invitation for everything you want to desire into your life. So how can this be done? So we've talked about cars, we've talked about purses and briefcases. We're talking about basic things. What about that one drawer in your home? We all have those drawers that everything gets dumped into. So are you willing to actually take that one drawer out, usually in somebody's kitchen, and there's usually one in somebody's office, where everything, all the leftover paper clips and elastic bands and pens, pens and pencils, pens that no longer have the lid and pencils that no longer have, uh, they're, they're dulled down and they need to be sharpened or there, if you have a family with kids, that there's a box of crayons with crayons missing or chalk that some of the chalk is broken, but you've kept the pieces that have broken off. So whatever that is that you've shoved into that drawer, staplers, staples, paper clips, uh, pads of paper, uh, little packets of seeds for your garden that you saved from last year, uh, aspirin, I mean, bags, extra bags, bags that you saved from the supermarket when you came home because you didn't want to waste them. So all of that energy that you've shoved into this little drawer, are you willing to just dump it out and look at everything and go, so if I keep you, will you add to my life? And then it's sort of like that song, I don't know, uh, for those of you that uh, grew up watching Sesame Street, there was that song, one of those things belongs with the other and one of these things is not the same. So would you be willing to group the things that belong together into a little box, a little packet, and just start grouping things together in your home? So get all the paper clips and put them in one location, all the elastic bands, put them into one location, all the staplers, all, and all of a sudden, when you create space in the drawer, I know, ladies and gentlemen, this sounds crazy, but that one drawer could actually be the invitation for so much more in your life. So changing your life one drawer at a time. <laughs> Are you willing? I'm just saying one drawer at a time, one vehicle at a time. One purse at a time, one briefcase at a time, one backpack at a time. And yes, what about your wallets? Okay, and how many credit cards, how many, how many membership cards do you have in your wallet? I actually ended up going, going and getting one of these little, uh, it's a, like a mini wallet for cards and every membership that I ever was given. And when we still had blockbusters and all of the, when we had to go out and rent movies and drive to the blockbuster and pick up the movie, I mean, all of that, all of those membership cards went into this little extra container because I was finding carrying my wallet around was like weighed about five pounds. 
and I didn't require every single membership card every time I went out. So now when I when I uh, go out, I actually just sort of check into seeing what it is that I'm going to require for that day, and then I take it out and put it back into that little wallet. And I don't carry everything with me. I've simplified my, my the size of my purses, the size of my briefcases, even what I carry with me when I travel. So are you willing to be that person that just goes through and says, yeah, I no longer require this? And ask the question, if I keep this membership card, will it actually create more? And half of these membership cards, you just have to take a photograph and put it on your phone and keep it in a little file folder. So you actually don't even have to carry 99% of these membership cards. And I know some of them have barcodes and things on them, but as long as they have the number, they can always look it up. So it's learning to be creative without having to carry everything with you. So for whatever that brings up for you about, oh my God, Lisa, that sounds incredibly organized, uh, would you be willing now to just acknowledge that that's just a step? It's just a simple step. It's like one drawer at a time, one wallet at a time, one purse at a time, whatever that is for you. And instead of creating a roadblock and saying how difficult it's going to be, why don't you just sit down and do it? And then five minutes later, you go, well, that was easy. And one day you might actually send me an email and go, oh my God, that was the coolest thing ever. Thank you so much. You saved me when I was out shopping and I didn't have that membership card, the hard copy. I had it on my phone. Because our phones these days, they're amazing. They have everything you ever require and beyond. So if you actually played with the tools on these telephones, and I'm talking about iPhones in particular, I love my iPhone, that in itself is like a wonderful place to create a file folder and create a system that will create more ease for your life. So we're going to take a quick break here. And when we return, you're with Lisa Bennett at Infinite Energies. And how can we create more ease through your spaces and everything you've ever desired in your life? Have you ever wanted to know how you can choose an amazing life and to be in the space of thrival instead of survival? Are you ready to move beyond the confines of your life? Have you always known that there was another way of living in this world beyond just existing? How about an open conversation that gives you immediate ways to remove the emotional and physical baggage you have carried around with you for years? Listen to Infinite Energy's radio show every Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. It starts with a healthy immune system. Having a strong immune system is linked to healthier aging, resistance to health challenges, and giving you an edge on major health issues. Immunical is a natural source of glutathione precursor. Glutathione is the master antioxidant providing special proteins supplying your cells with master building blocks to make glutathione. Glutathione is your body's most powerful protector and healing agent. It protects you from bacteria, viruses, toxins, pollutants, and disease. Immunical is recognized as a patented natural product. Call Lisa Bennett's at InfiniteEnergies.ca today to get your Immunical. This is Infinite Energies Radio Show with empowering coach Lisa Bennett's. To participate in the program, please call US 815-880-8255. 
in Canada, 613-800-8736. Or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can send a question or comment to lisa at infiniteenergies.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome, welcome, everyone. Oh, my goodness. What a what a uh, fun show I'm, I'm having today. And I, I just, uh, I'm a little jazzed, I guess. <laughs> I've been uh, traveling, and with traveling, I've been so aware of people in different cultures and different countries and their spaces. And uh, uh, just before we, we took a break, I was talking about how one drawer at a time, we can actually shift and just change your life. Uh, and I'm, I'm just wanted to sort of share with you for those of you that are, are choosing to have me either, uh, come to you, either do a Skype or Zoom consultation, uh, in person. You can actually connect with me through Facebook at Lisa Bennett's or, uh, Infinite Energies. I have a business page there or at infiniteenergies.ca, which is my business, uh, website. And or Lisa at infiniteenergies.ca and you can connect with me um, via email as well and I'm more than happy to uh, chat and set up a consultation um, with you and just discuss what it is that you're choosing to create change in your life through your spaces. And I've watched some phenomenal um, changes for people. I've had everything from uh, businesses that were struggling that had concluded that their their problems were uh, to do with their staffing that were to do with uh, um, their relationships their the location etc and as soon as we shifted the energy within the space and actually talked to what it is that they were choosing uh, for their business going forward and what their business was actually desiring uh, it shifted so much for them. So um, I've also had it, um, clients where I've gone in and worked with them on decluttering, and we're talking everything from an extreme hoarding situation to just uh, someone that thought that they had everything together, they thought they had their act together, and then you walk in and you acknowledge that everybody out there has what I call a dirty little secret. And so where are you not willing to really open up the doors, the windows, the window coverings, the closets, and really have a look at what it is with a brand new set of eyes that's holding you back from choosing to go forward. Uh, I I have seen people create, they, they declutter, and then within a month or two, they start to add things back into their life because they're actually not comfortable with having space they don't know what to do with space and somewhere in their universe they have created that comfort and safety has to do with having things around them and we're talking about inanimate objects objects that actually don't have what we call in this reality a heartbeat now we know that everything has an energy and an energetic vibration but when we don't actually have a physical person taking up the seat and you've got it full of paper or you've got it full of clothes or you've got it full of whatever, you're actually blocking your ability and capacity to actually invite relationships, 
health, increased money flows, increased possibilities for all these other projects or things that you could be doing. And what if you're blocking your ability to actually move forward and live? What if you're just existing or you're dying a slow death? So how many people are in a situation that they've almost imprisoned themselves within their spaces and are dying this slow death and haven't yet acknowledged that there is a way out and the way out might be uncomfortable. Absolutely. Every one of us out there has been in that uncomfortable stage of not wanting to to move things, shift things. I lived in a home that was just over... Uh, I guess it was about 3,500 square feet. Uh, it had a big tennis court, swimming pool. It had a big, huge garage, uh, massive uh, pool house in the back and storage shed. And every space had had things in it that had a purpose for that size of a property. All of a sudden, I went from having a family unit of four to being the one person that was still in that space. So all of a sudden, kids go off to university and school and the marriage is no longer around. And then it was just myself and my dog. And I remember waking up one day and walking through my space and having a conversation with every room, every closet. And I mean, I'm talking, I had one of those real heart, to heart conversations with my space and there was a lot of tears and there was a lot of what I call uh, the grieving process that I had and I, I was communicating and willing to let my space go and I was also incredibly grateful with what this space had created for my life and at the time I wasn't aware of what my life was going to look like fast forward seven years but I was aware that this space no longer served me and it was no longer serving for what it was I was choosing to create going forward. And and I remember opening up a closet and just looking in it. And there was not one thing in that closet that was serving me. It was holding space. So how much space in your home or your office or your vehicles or your garage or your storage sheds and if you have outbuildings and you're on an acreage, a barn or whatever that is, how much is just holding stuff for someone or something else and it no longer serves you? So are you willing to let go of all the holding patterns that you've created in your life? So it's that stop-start energy. And I'm also talking about for you parents out there that are holding on to things for your kids. I did that. I was holding on to things for my kids. And it was really interesting when my daughter moved into her home. I packed up everything that was hers. And I, without a point of view, I gave it to her and said, you know, these are things that I had kept for you. But I don't have a point of view about whether you choose to keep them or not. Now, there were certain things that were that were um, her baby things that I, I kept for her. But again, it was like, you know what? Whether you have children or not, whatever you choose to do with these things, I'm now gifting them to you. I'm no longer the caretaker for those things. And when you're willing to give those things to your children or to your nieces and nephews or whoever it is that you're passing or friends, passing things on to you'd no longer have the point of view whether they choose to keep it or not. So 
without going into that uh, comment of, I've kept it for you for 25 years, I really hope you keep it, are you willing to give that up without having a point of view if they give it up? And it doesn't, it no longer, it doesn't serve them in their life. And it's sort of, it's sort of cool when we start to, to go through, and I literally, I mean, this house was, is, was huge. And I ended up, uh, having 10 friends come and actually assist me because I had a very short turnaround. I sold my house and I had to be out of it in a month. And it was like, oh my God. So, you know, it was first establishing what it was that I desired to have in my life going forward and what was no longer serving me. And so I literally went around with sticky notes and went, okay, yep, this is going to work, this is going to work, this is going to work, this, yep. And then the other things were like, okay, so do I keep it? Do I sell it? And do I give it away? And is it broken? And so I actually kind of went through things and so friends that had come over were taking you know truckloads of star, uh, of stuff and either it was going to the women's shelter or women in need or um we have uh, the Sally Ann here we have lots of different places that you can give things away to and i was amazed at how quickly the spaces got sort of really cleared out without having a lot of, uh, for me, there wasn't a lot of energy. Now, there was certain things that, yes, I was aware of that there was an energy around them. I remember there was the uh, the the actual molding in the kitchen that had the measurement of my kids from when they were little, little to all the way up to being adults. And it had their date and the timeline and the height and their signature, like their little name was written beside it. And I remember that was out of, if I could have thought of anything that I would have physically taken from the home, it was that. And then I remember standing there and going, all I have to do is take a photo of this and we're good to go. And that's what I did. I took a photo of it and then then it got painted over because it was being sold and I, I painted and just sort of really made everything look like it was ready for the new person to move in. And that that was sort of the one area of the home that I remember going, there were so many lovely memories and I put my hand on everything, but that was the one piece that I remember going, ah, oh, I'm so grateful for the story that that created. That was sort of that little, that was that little footprint that was going to be under that layer of paint and the next homeowner wasn't necessarily going to be aware that it was there but I knew that it's still there and so how many energetic footprints have you left in the spaces that you previously stayed in previously worked in and or are previous and or are now currently in just be aware that we do have this energetic footprint that we leave in all of these beautiful spaces. And the energetic footprint can be everything from arguments, fighting, crying, grieving, to joyful, happy, laugh out loud, uh, you know, fun times, parties, great, great celebrations, uh, birthdays, Christmas, uh, you know, Hanukkah, uh, whatever the celebration that you have created within that space, 
that energetic footprint is now imprinted on the walls, on the ceiling, on the carpet, on the light fixtures, on the tables, and and know that everything that you've got in that space can now be shifted. So if there was a lot of arguments, if there was a lot of unhappy times, uh, sad times, grieving times, uh, if someone passed and, and died in that home or office or space, we can shift that by shifting the molecules. It's really just shifting molecules, guys. So we've all seen and or had biology class over the years and you've looked under a microscope and you've looked at um, the molecules of something um, and, and you've seen National Geographic photographs of, of looking at atoms and, and, and you've seen David Suzuki in any of his um, scientific um, videos or movies and I mean we've all seen this over the years that you can go right down to the atoms and and see how everything is interactive so even even water we can change the energy within water by talking to it lov- lovingly or yelling at it or changing the music that we play within plants and so we know that there's an energetic vibration it's scientifically proven. We don't have to go running around sort of trying to sell that to people. So are you willing to be the energetic vibration of everything that you choose and desire going forward in your life? So if you desire to have uh, an income of a certain number, start being that energetic vibration. Dress yourself for that energetic vibration. Get yourself up and dress yourself. If I walked into your home right now, today, and open the door, is the energetic vibration of what you desire in your life actually congruent with what it is that your space is telling me? And I really want you to look at that. Like, and I'm not, and I'm not saying that as though I'm, I'm judging. I just want you to have this awareness. So everywhere that you're judging your space, as not being congruent or not being aligned with what it is you desire in your life and you're now going, well, Lisa, I don't have this or I don't have the car that I've always desired. Well, I'm going to call BS on that. It's really you starting to honor everything. So, okay, you can go and you can you can get that car looking spit, spot, clean, you can start to honor your spaces with fresh cut flowers, beautiful lighting, carpeting. You can have beautiful pictures that you've picked up that have the energy of the original art. You don't have to necessarily go out and buy original art. And and start to create this space where you have lovely candles and you start to honor your space with this look and give it the breathing room that it requires. And start getting rid of your junk, guys. You get rid of your junk, magic starts to show up. People come into your life that are actually asking to play with you at the level that you are stepping into. And you start to let all the people that are no longer choosing to step into the life they desire to just dissipate and go away and not have a point of view. So if someone says, you know what, I no longer want to have this. And it's like, okay, cool. No problem. I don't have a point of view. If someone wants to, and I've had clients that 
are jumping all over and wanting to work with me because they go, oh my God, I've seen what you've done with so-and-so. I want some of that. It's like, okay, cool. Now, one of the things that I'm aware of is that if you're, tru- if you're truly choosing to step into the life that you desire, then you'd better step up and start showing up for yourself and doing the work. And the work could be, you know, um, if, I've, if I've given you um, a couple of things to do between now, the first time that I, we, we met to the, the second time we've met, and you said you create all the excuses of why none of the things could be done, I don't really have a point of view about you not choosing to do any of it, except that now you're creating excuses for you. And how many times have you created excuses for you to not actually receive the changes that you've desired? And it's like creating the roadblocks in your life. We can all create roadblocks. We can all create reasons and justifications of why we aren't choosing to step into the life we've desired. And, yeah, there's going to be people that are judging you. There's people that are going to make comments about you. There's people that are going to want to throw you under the bus. And for whatever reason that comes up, are you willing to just go, cool, that's awesome, because every judgment you receive creates more money in your life. And it's a little tool that I learned from Access Consciousness. I'm an Access Consciousness certified facilitator, and I've been with Access Consciousness for uh, seven years. And it has gifted me the changes that uh, were uncomfortable, absolutely, that were challenging at times. And yet it's also created space for me to get out of my own way and go, you know what? I know what I can gift people. I know what I can shift for people. And so every person out there has what I call their own personal blueprint of what they can create change for in people's lives. And are you willing to be a part of that blueprint of change or are you willing to just continue on the same road and create the roadblocks and the junk and be in this continuous loop of no change and everything that you've ever desired? Are you willing to just step away from that or are you willing to just play in that realm still I know for myself I was willing to step into a brand new reality and I knew that there was another way of being so uh, we're going to take a quick break and when we return we're going to talk a little bit more about inviting more into your life through your spaces you're with Lisa Bennett at Infinite Energies Have you ever wanted to know how you can choose an amazing life and to be in the space of thrival instead of survival? Are you ready to move beyond the confines of your life? Have you always known that there was another way of living in this world beyond just existing? How about an open conversation that gives you immediate ways to remove the emotional and physical baggage you have carried around with you for years? Listen to Infinite Energy's radio show every Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. 
The Barnes is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a Bars session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a Bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? This is Infinite Energy's radio show with empowering coach Lisa Bennett. To participate in the program, please call US 815-880-8255, in Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspire Choices Network. You can send a question or comment to lisa at infiniteenergies.ca. Now back to the program. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome with Lisa Bennett at Infinite Energies. And I'm so grateful for all of my listeners and clients that I've had over the years that have uh, not only pushed themselves into creating greater, but also actually pushed me into uh, creating greater. And what do, what do I mean by that? It's it's actually just really uh, acknowledging how much in this reality people buy into the what a space should be and look like. And, and so let me just um, sort of play with that for a minute. So how many of you have gone out, and, and we all have done this at some point, bought a design magazine or read an article in a magazine about design or what's the latest color, what's the latest in furniture, uh, what what are the lighting, latest lighting fixtures and doors and handles and kitchens and and the style and blah, 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 blah. And, and all of a sudden you go and you start to judge your space as not being right or up to snuff. Now, the wonderful thing about these beautiful design magazines is they're in the business for marketing, they're in the business for selling, and they're in the business for challenging each other yearly on what the latest is for spring, what the latest, it's like the clothing. It's, it's exactly what we get with clothing. And we see a cycle. So we see a cycle with hemlines, we see a cycle with uh, patterns, with clothing. Well, we see the same with in the design world. There's a, there's a pattern of uh, whether it's with colors, what colors, what shades, what's in, what's out, what's no longer, what's dated. Uh, and so how many of you have created judgment around your space being considered dated, old, um, and whatever that is. So, and, and really what, what, and, and I've had friends that constantly are, are changing and renovating and changing colors and this and that and, and, and spending, you know, thousands of dollars, what I call keeping up with the Joneses, 
based on what a design magazine has said is in and what is out. So I'm going to actually play a little sort of, I call it devil's advocate here, and go, okay, so actually, what is it, number one, that you're desiring in your life? And number two, what really lights you up? So if having a a space with turquoise in it is really fun for you, how can you incorporate the turquoise without actually creating a space of a whole turquoise home that that may or may not uh, be something that you desire in a year or two? So you can shift things in a really fun way without actually creating almost an intensity that you tire of. And some people can live in a turquoise home and find that that lights them up every day. Every time they walk in, they go, oh, yeah, my my house is the only house that is turquoise on the whole street. And everybody goes, yeah, I know the house with the turquoise or the house with the red door or the house with the yellow door, whatever that is. If that is something that really lights you up, then are you willing to stand out? And are you willing to acknowledge that that is something that actually lights you up and go against the grain? Are you willing to be that individual sand in the beach, the one piece of sand, the one little pebble that stands out from everyone else and be willing to be judged for it and not be the one that has to go with the flow or I call the cookie cutter home. So how many of you have bought into suburbia and bought into the cookie cutter home and are not willing to do something that's just a little bit outside the box, just kind of like the little, like, throw the wedgie out there that just sort of pushes the envelope but not quite? Are you willing to be that one? Are you willing to be the one that changes things and not be the one that that everybody, it just blends in? So I live in a community and we're townhomes. And yes, the townhomes all have a set uh, architectural style. But I'm also the one in the whole of the whole community that has the largest, uh, their, their urns, which are these, these beautiful uh, black urns that are antiques that I, I took from my other home. And they overflow with flowers in the summer. And in the wintertime, I have these spruce that I put in there and then I decorate them up for whether it's Thanksgiving or Christmas and then springtime. And so I'm the one that actually pushes the envelope in the community and everybody knows the house with the big black urns. They go, oh, that one. Oh, yeah, I know you. Now, there's nobody else on the street that has anything that has that much of a visual impact, but I'm willing to be the one that when I say that, people go, oh, yeah, I get it. And I had the same urns at my big monster home, and I played with with color and different things that I put in it. And I was willing to be that one that started from the outside that invite people to actually go, yeah, that's the house that I want to drive up to and go into. There's something about that. So have you created that for you as an invitation for people to find the front door of your home? So the front door of your home is the invitation not only into your home, it's in the invitation into your life, into your relationship, into your businesses, into your money flows, into the health for your body. So 
go to the end of your driveway and walk up and say, first of all, can I find the entrance to my home? And play with either pruning back trees, removing dead wood, removing the garbage cans, whatever it is that's blocking the entrance of your home. Because when we actually go into our front entrance and we can't find it, well, how the heck is the mailman? How the heck is the delivery man? How the heck is the client, the new man in your life or the woman in your life or or a business opportunity or whatever else? It's the, it's the main artery to your home is the front door. If you don't have that available and accessible, you're cutting off your ability to receive so much. So are you willing to clear the junk, clear it away, sweep it up, and actually step into the front entrance of your home and from there that's when you start to really open up everything. And I'm inviting you to open it all up, guys. I'm inviting you to open up your closets. I'm inviting you to put things together that that work together and not hold on to stuff that no longer serves you. So if you haven't worked or worn a jacket for the last year and it's just hanging in your closet, give it away. If you're still waiting for that 15 pounds to be dropped so that you can fit into that ski jacket or ski outfit or bathing suit or whatever it is, let it go. So everywhere that you've gone into, I've invested this much, Lisa. Would you now be willing to say that actually you're investing more in the real estate by it holding that space than you are actually what you originally purchased the item for? Whew. (laughs) And everything that that brings up, just let it go, guys. When we can let things go, that's when we can open up and be the invitation for all the things that we desire in our lives. Yeah. And breathe. It's not difficult. When you start, when you really start to be kind to our spaces and ourselves, that's when things, that's when the magic starts to happen. So I will mention again that you can get a hold of me at infiniteenergies.ca is my website. And I actually work with spaces and I work with bodies. I do long distance consultations for people around the world. I don't actually physically have to walk into your space to actually work with you in your spaces. We can do a Zoom You can walk around your space with the camera, either of your computer or your phone, and we can talk about things. And then I give you homework. And homework is more what I call playbook time. And if you choose to not do any of that, then you're not actually choosing to step into the the reality that you're choosing to create for yourself going forward. And really, that's what I invite and, and ask for from all of my clients is like be willing to actually play with that and so that's what a consultation initially looks like with me is I gift you some some key things that I ask you to create and do and then from there then we have a what we call a check-in so where are you at what's going on what's been going on what what's come up for you and sometimes I have uh, had clients that have flown me to work directly with them and and if the space is overwhelming enough or large enough or whatever the project is, I may stay with the client for uh, three or four days and go through it. 
and it's a systematic process and major shifts can happen. And it doesn't just happen within their personal space, it can also happen with their businesses. And a consultation can go from everywhere from a two-hour onwards to, you know, a full day. Um, I love doing that. And working with people's bodies. I've had clients that come here for sessions and or if I'm traveling and I happen to be wherever they are, then I will do a um, a private uh, uh, session with them and uh, just requires a massage table and and uh and then we can we can work through whatever it is that is required. It's very cool, guys. Working with energy is a gift that every one of us has, and I've been using this as one of my um, main businesses for quite a long time, and I love it. And the spaces, working with the spaces is, I would say, my number one uh, love. I facilitate classes, and one of the classes that I facilitate is my own little baby called Creating Conscious Spaces. It's a two-day class, and I facilitate that class around the world. If that's something of interest, if you're even interested in, in asking or wanting to know more about that, then I can certainly share that with you from myself and my team, and we can we can talk about uh, what that is for you and creating a class within wherever you are in the world. It's really fun. It's fun, interactive, and exciting. And I look forward to working with you and assisting you in creating the changes in your life. And I invite you. We have this show, this uh, radio show weekly. If you ever have a question, please feel free to call and or get into the chat room and ask questions. We are interactive. And yes, these go into the archives, but uh Please choose to tune in live. You can get a lot of your questions answered through this show. And, and I'm so grateful for uh, all of you listeners that have connected with me over the years. I'm, I'm very grateful. So inviting more into your life to your spaces. It's totally feasible and available. And I am so grateful for everyone who has chosen to change their life through their spaces and start playing and having fun and creating the life they've always, always known was possible. I thank you so much, everyone, and I look forward to meeting you somewhere out there in the universe. And uh, thank you, Lisa Bennett from Infinite Energies. We'll talk soon and take care. Thank you for choosing to listen to the Infinite Energies radio show. Lisa Bennett will return next Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Lisa loves to connect with her listeners. Email her at lisa at infiniteenergies.ca or find her Infinite Energies page on Facebook. We look forward to having you join us again to share the changes you have begun to make. Have an awesome week and chat.